How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Conservative Brothers Podcast today. On my way to school at the moment, so forgive the background highway noise. So, something that's been on my mind for the past couple of months, since I've started my second semester... Oh, no, wait, excuse me, my second year, first semester of college is this idea of postmodernism where you have this notion and this belief of personal truth. To be quite honest, I don't follow the postmodernist belief and I'll explain why. The problem with postmodernism is the idea that your personal truth is important. There's no such thing as personal truth. There is only the truth. The one and only truth. You don't say in a courtroom that, oh, I believe this is the truth that the guy took the life of someone. No, it is the truth. When it is found out, it will be truth. You just have to prove that it's true. That's like saying you're proving to your math teacher that 2 plus 2 is 4. But then the other kid in your classroom says 2 plus 2 is 5. When that is incorrect and that is not true. But this is where people say that it is their truth... And they say that 2 plus 2 is 5, when that is far from the truth. That's the reason why postmodernism is such a bad theory. There is no such thing as a personal truth. It is only your opinion that you want to formulate as truth, which cannot be done. Fact and opinion are two separate cases. You cannot say that an opinion is fact and a fact is an opinion. They are separated in their categories for a reason. So, whenever someone on the left or right says that this is their personal truth, say there is no such thing as personal truth. It is only your opinion. Because when someone's personal truth is formulated as a truth, it cannot be questioned. But the problem with the personal truth is that it has to be established fact before it could be considered truth. So that's the reason why I don't believe in the postmodernist theory that someone's opinion is formulated as a truth because it is not based in any fact. It is not widely recognized. So don't believe in that lie. Continue to believe that you and your opinions are under questioning at all times. Because if you believe that your opinion is truth, then you do not have to question that belief. You don't have to question that truth because it is established fact. And that's what I see a lot on the left, sometimes on the right, but mostly on the left, is that someone will say that, oh, this is 
my truth. Someone can say that they're trans, or someone can say that they're, um, someone can say that, uh, just because of the color of my skin that I'm somehow at a disadvantage because that's my truth. Well, no. That's not a truth, that's just your opinion. And the only way that you can prove that it is truth if it's it's widely stated by fact. If you can prove it, there you go. Then it is widely accepted as fact and therefore can be applied. But whenever someone says, oh, it's my truth because I believe it's true, no. That's not right. We'll take example, let's let's take example last year. Just recently. It had been marked as a year ago that Brett Kavanaugh, the Supreme Court Justice for the United States, was thrown into the dirt by the Democrats for a false accusation of a rape claim. And he never did. They did an investigation, not once, but twice. And they still threw him under the bus just because of his affiliation on the other side. These people believed the truth was, to them, that he did it without proving guilt at all. They did not take into innocent until proven guilty. They believed that the truth was he did it. Because they believe that. But ultimately the truth came out to be that he didn't. So that's the reason why I disagree with the postmodernist theory that someone's opinion can somehow be formulated as truth. It's not established fact. The only way to get established fact is by having it widely recognized and having enough evidence and proof to prove that it is in fact truth. If you can't provide any evidence that it's truth, it's only a mere opinion. And opinions can be questioned. Like my opinion that I support the President of the United States. Some people may not. You're more than welcome to. See, that's the thing. We live in a country where you're more than welcome to disagree. And you're more than welcome to disagree with me, and I'm more than willing, I'm more than willing to disagree with you. We have that freedom to disagree. We also have that freedom to agree. But we cannot, we cannot stray from the fact that the truth is 100% absolute in most cases. Truth is not subjective. Two plus two is four. That's not subjective. That's fact. If you believe that truth is subjective, then two plus two is five can be considered correct, which is wrong. So that's the reason why I don't believe in the postmodernist theory. I have this problem at home sometimes. I have a relative who's dear to my heart. I love them to death. 
but they have this problem where they believe that their opinion is supposed truth. And I don't agree. Their opinion cannot be truth. Because it is not stated and based off of factual evidence to prove that it is truth. On another topic, besides postmodernism, I wanted to give my thoughts on the current impeachment proceedings that are happening. Again, like I said, you can tell by the title of the podcast that I will completely disagree with the impeachment. It's been going on since the day the president won office and then he was sworn into office. Not 10 minutes after the president was sworn into office, an impeachment group in Washington, according to the Washington Post, was already rallying, ready to go, to take him out of office. This has been going on since his inauguration day. They have been finding ways to do this to him. The Mueller report failed... Adam Pencilneck Schiff is a scumbag and all these other people that are trying to throw this president under the bus for simply winning and offending them and hurting their feelings that is the reason why they want him out of office not because of corruption sometimes the guy lies so what presidents lie presidents lie all the time My point is, is that it's kind of stupid to believe that this guy, who's been busting his ass for us, is going to be impeached because he offended and hurt somebody's feelings. I think it's silly. So whenever he says witch hunt, believe it. He's the only one crying witch hunt. Republicans aren't. The Republicans are part of the establishment. That's my water jug. The Republicans are part of the swamp. The problem with our government now is that it's it's corrupt. People like to think that the government's perfect. No, it's not. It's been corrupt ever since we got divided into two parties. And George Washington himself, in his farewell address, said it himself, that do not form two political parties. It'll be the downfall. And so far, it has. We've gotten nowhere. We haven't gotten nowhere to doing anything good. But it took the election of one man who didn't identify with either party, but only ran on the ticket of one party because he knew what he was saying was right. That's the only way he was able to get the votes. It's because he ran on the Republican ticket. 
President Trump is the Ronald Reagan of my time. I will never, ever forget this president, ever in my life. This man has been with me for the past three years, has been trying to make progress and fight an uphill battle against the swamp. He is doing what he can for us. And he is being attacked from his side and the left. There is no progress whatsoever when it comes to trying to do bipartisanship with those both sides. The only reason why he is doing so well is because he gave the middle finger to both of them. And he's working for us, not for them. And people who think that he's only working for himself, how come he relinquished his salary? He's only making a dollar a year. He either saved that money for the economy... Because we're only at three, we're only at three trillion dollars into the into his in his first three or four years, versus Obama, who spent twelve trillion and eight. The guy has been doing all he can, and I am so glad to say that I'm going to vote for him. I'm going to vote for that crazy son of a gun. Why? Because he's been busting his ass for us. And he's not busting his ass for just me as a conservative. He's busting his ass for all of us. That's the reason why I'm voting for this guy. He's been busting his ass for everyone. He busts his ass for trans people. He busts his ass for gay people. He busts his ass for blacks, Hispanics, me, Asians, etc. He busts his ass for all of us. There are more people of different colors coming to their senses and voting for the and voting for President Trump not because of his skin color not because we're telling them to vote for him because they are voting for him they believe in this guy So whenever I see these stupid fucking articles about impeachment inquiry, yeah, I'm upset. Because they're trying to take down a guy who's been busting his ass for people because he offended somebody. He offended a bunch of people. We've been, we've been getting offended for so damn long, it doesn't matter anymore. Perfect example. People like to say that we're such a divided country now. Why? Why is it that we're a divided country now? I'll give you the perfect example. Greg Gutfield on Fox, on on Fox uh, on the on his Fox uh, uh, on his Fox show. He said it himself. The reason why we're so divided now is because the other side came to the table. The other side came to the table to talk, and now the left doesn't want to talk. We've been inside these leftist echo chambers for the past eight years with Obama. And now the schools are infected with these leftist echo chambers. And now that the president has come out, come around to say, hey, we're here to introduce another side. They don't want to talk. They're done. They don't want to talk anymore. Why? It, 
was never their it was never their intention to talk. It was their intention to spread lie. It was their intention to spread lies all along. That was their intention. It was never, ever to spread the truth. It was only to, it was only to spread opinions covered up as fake truth. That's the reason why I was talking about postmodernism before. The left loves to say that their opinion is covered as truth, and then you can't question it. Because when you start to question it, then you start to look foolish for saying you're questioning the truth. A lie often told will become truth. Vladimir Lenin said his best. 1917, when he was revolting against the when he was revolting against Tsar Nicholas II for the communist revolution, he said it himself. A lie often told will become truth. And that's what the left is doing. Lying to us. To believe in the lie. To believe that it's truth. But when the free thinker says, no, I don't believe that. Because that's not the truth. Then you're seen as foolish for questioning their supposed truth. That's the reason why I love the president so much. Now I'm not saying I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be a cult follower and I'm gonna follow him to the I'm gonna follow him into the pits of hell if he asked me to jump. But I'm behind this man. I'm not behind the Republican establishment. I'm behind this man. And I've been seriously thinking about working at one of those campaign uh, campaign offices for the guy. Why? I don't want some Democrat stooge getting into office, passing gun legislation that restricts my right to defense. I don't want some guy saying I can't say some words because it offends some people. I don't want to have somebody say that, oh, we have to believe all women or all men that are victims of sexual assault that are baseless claims and then be, pro- uh, be guilty until proven innocent. The left thinks so backwards. They do. If they had thought anything other than regressive, they'd be the best party in the United States as it stands. But they're not. They're regressive. There's no such thing as being progressive if you constantly... If you constantly stab at open or old wounds of you claiming racism, there's no progression if you're constantly saying that I, as a white guy, is somehow, is somehow the, the cause and evil of the United States. My family didn't come here until the 1920s. My family didn't come here until the 1930s. Escaping Hitler's Germany and escaping a fascist Italy from Mussolini. My family didn't come until the 1930s on the Ellis Island, New York, and then settled down in Long Island. What slavery did my white family engage in? They didn't participate in the American slave trade. They weren't even alive. But because of the color of their skin, they're somehow inherently racist towards somebody else. And they're somehow the problem. Get over yourself. 
Quit instigating an old wounds. Quit digging at them. If you really want progression, stop talking about it. Stop talking about racism. Move on. That's the reason why I like the president so much. He's calling out the BS for what it is. And he doesn't touch on racist crap. He doesn't like to say racist this and racist that. He moves on. He gets one job done and then goes on to the next. Instead of diddly dawdling on how to on how to on how to spend the most money on the one project, he gets the he gets the job done in the quickest amount of time with the smallest amount of money spent. And if that wasn't the case, then how come he's only used three trillion dollars instead of twelve trillion in eight years? And I'll give that I'll give that to Obama. He was thrown into a recession. But at the same time, dude, you spend way too damn spend way too damn much money. Holy crap. Way too much money. The president again has been busting his ass, not just for me, but for everyone. And if you don't think that, then what the hell do you think about? That he's somehow, he's coming to get us. He's coming to get you. That is the dumbest argument I've ever heard. That he's coming to get us. He's protecting all of us. All on his own. There are very few Republican uh, members of Congress that are that are willing to help him. Only a few. Everyone else is an established rhino stooge that only wants to help themselves, get their money, and then go. Nobody's doing it for us. Politicians don't work for us. They work for themselves. Even though we're a government by the people for the people. And that we vote, and we give their our, we give them our consent to represent us. They don't give a damn about us. They don't give a damn about us. If they did, then we wouldn't be in debt. We wouldn't have to be paying for some stupid insurance policy like John McCain and his retarded self, who voted against that. I am sick and tired. Of this president being attacked for helping all of us. And don't just say that the reason why I'm doing this is because, oh, you're just afraid that he's going to get impeached because he's a white dude. No! That's not it at all. If Ben Carson ran for president, I bet you he'd still get the same crap. I bet you if he had somehow win, if he had somehow won by a, 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 a minuscule margin above Hillary Clinton, a black man, a black neurosurgeon who would have somehow bested Hillary Clinton, somehow, I give my I give my utmost respect for Ben Carson. That man is one of the best neurosurgeons on this planet, and I respect him to the highest power. But oh my goodness, if he had got into office, you know how 
you know how weird that would have been? You know how weird that would have been? Imagine the Democrats losing their minds that this, this black man who ran on the Republican ticket against President Trump had won against Hillary Clinton. They would have lost their minds. They would have thought, how did a black man as a Republican win? It would have completely disproven it would have completely disproven their entire point that the right is all about racism. It would have completely disproven it. Because I would have voted for the guy. And not only that, it would have completely shattered the Democrat image that all the black people have to vote for Democrats. That's the reason why I love Candace Owens. That's the reason why I love Colleen Noir for the NRA. They don't need somebody telling them to stay in the line and stay in the, and stay in the group because they don't need to. They can think for themselves. The Democrats don't want them thinking for themselves. They don't want Latinos thinking for themselves. They don't want Asians thinking for themselves. They want you to think what they think. That's another reason why I don't believe in having to believe in groupthink. Even though I identify with the conservative group. If you disagree with the conservative group on some things, go ahead, be a free thinker. You're more than welcome to. That's the reason why, even though I identify on the right, I believe in the president. I believe what he says. Because he's a free thinker. He's a free thinking man. He knows what he thinks is right. And he knows what he thinks is wrong. Now it's just up for the de- now it's just up for the representation in Congress to agree with him. But that's the problem. Nobody agrees with the guy. Only few people in Congress agree with the guy. That's our issue. Only few people agree with him. We need more people to agree with President Trump. We really do. Don't think that just by not being part of his group somehow makes you wrong. You're not wrong. You're a free-thinking man or woman and you can believe in whatever you want. If you're being criticized for your belief, for you believing in the president, then you then then if it's just if it's small criticism like oh you know you're kind of I, I believe you're incorrect if it, or there but but then if it's like radical leftist crazies that are saying that you know that you're you're a Nazi and this and that don't even bother engaging in conversation with them they're not worth it they're losers that live in mommy's basement. They're most likely they're most likely white cucks who want to get who want to get some tail, so they appeal to the, the they appeal to the leftist feminist masses. That's the only reason why you see most of these guys who claim to be male feminists only get uh, uh, at these events that protest conservatives because they want to get tail. They don't want anything else. They just want to get laid. You know what? I don't need to appeal to that. I don't need to appeal to that. I'm a man. I'm confident. I don't need that. That's what a woman wants as a confident man. 
not a man who appeals to them and who's virtue signaling. Virtue signaling isn't brave. Virtue signaling isn't confidence. It's just you trying to uh, look cool. That's called loser status. Ultimately, this is, it's, it's ridiculous. This man's been busting his ass for us for so damn long. He's been busting his ass for three years, and every time he gets some progression, he's wrong. They apparently say he's wrong. What's so damn wrong about taking our uh, taking about uh, taking our boys and boys and uh, uh, our boys in, uh, in in the uniform out of Syria? What's wrong with that? You know what that you know what that tells me? That tells me the Republicans and the Democrats who believe that we should still be in Syria, they're warmongers. They have some type of they have some type of uh, of uh, what's it called? investment in that war. And now that the president's getting out, they're losing money. They're losing their investment. Good. Drain that damn swamp. Get our boys out of there. They don't need to be fighting somebody else's damn war. The Kurds have been fighting over religion with the with the Turks for two centuries. They've been fighting them for 200 plus years. Not our damn war anymore. Get our boys out. If Russia wants to go in and help them out, whichever side, that's their prerogative. We're not going to screw with the Middle East anymore. It's not our concern. Whatever the president does is immediately criticized by the left, always. It could be a good thing, taking our boys out of war. The guy could cure cancer, and he could still be criticized for putting doctors out of business. Please. This guy's been busting his ass. And people who think that he's not busting his ass for everyone obviously don't see what he's doing. They only see what big tech and big media want them to see. Anyway. I'm going to have to try and get to school an entire time I was sitting in traffic. Hopefully I can get there on time. And first class starts at a, uh, a good, comfortable 9.30, and it's already 9 o'clock. It's probably going to take me about 20 to 30 minutes to even get there from this point. Anyway, forgive my rant. Hope you folks have a great day. And I'm going to hopefully get some friends of mine for that podcast with the discussion for 21st century feminism and the male view on it. Folks, take care, and thank you for joining the Conservative Brothers Podcast today. See you later.